Hey, it's the Home Medic. You're listening to the series on furnaces. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we, as always, help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and teach you the $10 fixes before the $10,000 hammer hits you. We have Heidi Hansine. I just love joining your show because I learn every time we're together. So this segment, we've got so much that we can talk about as relates to heating and cooling, but the first thing I want to go over is the advantages and disadvantages of AC versus swamp coolers. Oh, and I have some experience with that, so that's a good topic for all of us. Uh, The first thing I wanted to mention is that as a home inspector, Sometimes I shudder when I see a swamp cooler on the roof. I I was doing an inspection yesterday. It was a fourplex, and uh, the the place was built in about 1985. It had renters, of course, in it since day one. And, of course, renters aren't very good at maintenance. Right. This particular unit is fairly small each level, you know, a total of 1,800 square feet about per uh, per unit, but it's three levels. Oh. So you got 600 square feet on each one, and so that place went way up there. My 17-foot ladder did not reach. Wow. And so nobody else's ladder reaches up there either, and nobody's going to want to get onto that roof. Uh, I'm the guy that gets on the roof every day, and I didn't want to get on a 25-foot access. So it becomes a real problem to service it then. It does. So, yeah, on this particular roof, you've got these swamp coolers, and they have been ignored since 1985. Right. What happens is they, of course, leak, like all swamp coolers do, over the asphalt shingles. They trash the asphalt shingles. Oh, exactly. That, that's my experience, too. You have those white stains running down the roof, and it just looks terrible. So step one is we, we trash the shingles on these. Step two is the water gets into the attic, and then it gets into the top living space. And then, of course, it goes down through the rest of the space. Every one of these four units had been damaged by water from the swamp cooler. Oh, wow. Well, you know, it's, it's really sad because you think that most people do swamp coolers is just to save money, but they're not taking into consideration all of those costs that come along after the destruction happens from the swamp coolers. Well, and the costs that come from trying to take the pads up and down off of the roof. Right. And if it's a high roof like that, you'd have to pay somebody quite a bit to come and do it. <laughs> just like you said, right? <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, I can just imagine some guy on a 25-foot ladder dragging those swamp cooler pads up and down. Right. I and mean, you can throw them down as long as you don't mind trying to miss the children that are down below. And you have to winterize, right? Yeah, Every you do year. have to winterize, so you got to get up at least twice a year. And of course, you don't want to do it when there's frost on the roof. You know, the list of reasons why swamp coolers just send chills through my bones, mm-hmm. pretty long list. So on this one, I had actually recommended in the home inspection report that they pull every one of those out and put central air in. The cost of doing that for those four units was going to be probably at least 10000 probably closer to 15000 Right. I said, that sounds expensive, but it's not expensive compared to all the mold you've got going, the roof repairs, and the hospital bills associated with somebody falling off of whatever. That is for sure. And you do have to get up there to maintain and adjust the floats. And my experience, too, was that they don't always work. So you can't prevent that leakage, even if you're doing your best to maintain it. 
you have that water coming down, and we had the same problem with the white stains on the asphalt shingles, and then it got down into the wood. Luckily, it didn't go through the roof into the house, but, but there were some problems. Got down into the wood. That wood that you're talking about is probably the roof deck, which is the support above the rafters and below your shingles. Right, is that right? Right, yes. We had to pull a couple pieces of that off when we replaced the roof. Yeah, so what happens if water does get underneath your shingles, uh, that roof deck, if it gets wet, not only do you have the mold issues there, which it's still exterior, so that's less of an issue for me. But I have seen uh, on one of the projects I was working on where you had a bunch of guys up there, you know, trying to do some volunteer work for somebody. Right. And that roof was in trouble, and I actually saw a guy go through oh. the roof deck. Wow. So, so is that something that when you're going to inspect a house and you see a roof that has that kind of a problem, what does that tell you, and, and what kind of a... How does that devalue the house, I guess I'm asking? Run and hide. <laughs> well, for example, this particular fourplex, uh, and I keep going back to it because it's so fresh in my mind, but I've got a billion other stories. This particular fourplex, they were trying to sell it for 500000 Right. And with all of the many water issues uh, on the roof, in the attic, in each of the of the levels, every one of them, that's going to devalue that property. I can only guess $50,000. Mm, wow. You know, this goes back to my $10, $10,000 rule. Exactly. The $10 fix would have been, assuming that you were to leave the swamp coolers up, the $10 fix would have been to hook up a, a hose to the bottom side of each of those units and make sure that if there's any water draining out of the pan, to make sure that it goes through the hose directly to the ra rain gutter without oh, so without you can getting the asphalt do that. You can do that. You're not totally sunk then if you can't afford to replace it with the central right. air tomorrow. As always, there is a ten dollar <laughs> fix. Yeah, and you know a hose, they're not that expensive, and you can hook that up directly to the drain on the pan of the swamper. Well, thank you, Garth. I'm sure there are some people listening that are just relieved to hear that. You're, you are the 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 save, save the day guy, the $10 <laughs> save the day guy. So, yeah, count that one also in the $10 fix, $10,000 fix thing. Yes, uh, you can use a swamp cooler, and uh, I'm not going to be the guy who says, by all means, don't use a swamper. But I am certainly the individual who says, look, if you got a swamp cooler, you need to know and do the following. Right, because it does save money. We had one for a long time, and it, it saved money, but we, we paid the price later on, really. Well, there is there's another price to pay associated with swamp coolers that I haven't addressed, uh, and again, this is a personal story, and and my first thought is to apologize for that, but they're all personal no, stories, we, right? Yeah, we learn from those. So my dad, uh, about 10 years ago, he was having all kinds of respiratory issues. And he was just struggling to stay alive until my mom passed because he felt the need to take care of her. Nobody else could have taken care of my mom. So here he is just struggling to breathe every day. And sometimes he gets 20, 30 feet away, further away from his inhaler than he should, and he's oh, in trouble. Oh. He's got to hold his breath. So the home inspector in me said, you know, he's got a swamp cooler. Let's change that. Yeah. Because a swamp cooler is going to bring all kinds of allergens into the house and yes, some molds and uh, you got that damp pad that can grow organisms and then it's just going to blow all those through the house. 
So we took that out and we put in a central air compressor. Ten years later now, he not only he doesn't have lung issues at really? all. Really? He's pushing 90 and he's just going strong. So the swamp cooler could have been the cause of all of that. Sounds like it was. Sounds like it. So I, I want to put that on your radar as well and just have you know that the swamp coolers definitely have their disadvantages. They, they may be less money to run right but there's an asterisk well especially if you've got those medical things and i know you're just a lot more comfortable too i used to be doing my little home canning the peaches you know the quarts of peaches and sweat running down my face and body as the swamp cooler tried to help with that you know? <laughs> <laughs> so much nicer with central air canning peaches you you get gold stars for being martha <laughs> I think. it's been a while but yeah so swamp coolers i want to just make sure we've got these we got the roof damage you can have mold and termites associated with swamp coolers as well if you get water inside the house the termites will find you what they're looking for and the mold as well they're looking for wet wood and if it's there you're guaranteed to have mold, and you will probably have termites soon enough. Right. Well, it's something you want to stay away from. I know if you can afford the central air, it's probably better to do that right off the bat. Another thing about swampers that I, that I want to really cover is that you've got to winterize those. And what that means is you've got to get the, the water out of the swamper itself. And then there is a, usually a copper hose, but a hose going from the inside of the house to the swamp cooler itself you've got to unhook that, open it up on both sides of that, turn that into a giant straw, uh, let all the water drain out. Otherwise, that water is going to freeze, it's going to burst the copper, and then you've got a different variety of flood going on in April. So if you're not mechanical, you've also got to consider the expense of paying a serviceman to come, or a servicewoman, to come and do that for you every time, right? Service woman. Pictures, <laughs> pictures come to mind of you with a tool belt on your... Oh, no, yeah, I can see that right up on the roof. We'll be back in the next segment with more tips and tricks. You are now master of your mansion, even if your mansion is just a teepee in the uh, forest. If you need more information, you can always go to my website, homemedicusa.com. That's home medicusa.com if you need a pro if you need somebody who i would recommend and be proud to recommend to you please give me a try if you need just anybody try google and finally be you everybody else yeah they're taken <laughs> <laughs> 